Jesus. Amen. St. John, 6th chapter, 32nd through the 35th verse. Are you ready? Amen. It reads, Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whosoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whosoever believeth in me shall never thirst. May God add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. St. John 6 chapter, the 32nd through the 35th verse. For your consideration this morning, I want to talk about this. Why come to a buffet to nibble? Mm, mm, mm. Why come to a buffet to nibble? Did you get it? Did, did, did you get it? You, you know what nibbling is? Just picking and tasting. It ain't eating. And you don't get full of nibbling. Amen? Amen. Now this is going to get real interesting. Snacking is normally prohibited just before a prepared meal. You, 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 amen. It, it, when, you, when I was at home and, and mama was cooking, it, it, you wasn't going to be snacking because it will cure somebody listening this morning. Brother Thurman, some snacks between meals other snacks in the place of meals, and others live on snacks. My God, I might need to say that one again. I say some snack between meals, other snack in place of a meal, and others live on snacks. Just snacks. Bad health, just snacks. 
overweight, keep on snacking. Amen. See, between meal snacks, snacking, this can be good or bad. Too much snacks before a meal may alter your appetite, causing one not to want the meal. Am I right about it? A small snack may allow one to wait until the main meal is ready. Say a grape. One grape. Ain't talking about a whole basket full. One grape will keep you at least for five or ten minutes. I say one. You know, most of us is under the Lay's potato chip theory. You can't eat just one. You got to eat the whole stalk. Am I right about it? I know there's some snackers in here, so I don't mean to come up in your living room, but excuse me. Snacking to replace a meal. Replacing meals with snacks may cause poor health because of a lack of nutrients or nourishment. You just don't get everything you need in a snack. Am I right about it? You know, so often I say, you know, since you don't come to, uh, to, to teaching, Bible study, Sunday school, at least make you a spiritual peanut butter sandwich at home. It might keep you to the next service. That snacking is good. All right? Living on snacks. Uh-oh, you're meddling now, Pastor. Living on snacks will reserve, result in quick breakdown of the body. Nothing breaks down the body like snacking causing it not to function properly. Your, your body just can't get in gear. Am I right? All right, Deacon Jackson, you. Snacks. Snacks, snacks, snacks. A lot of folks are coming to a buffet to nibble. Am I right? See, see, see. In John 6 chapter, Jesus passed through the sea of Tiberia, a great multitude following him. He fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. They acknowledged him to be the prophet that should come into the world. Their purpose to force him to become their king. Who wouldn't want a king that passed out snacks? And so he rejected their request because that wasn't what he was there for. So the disciples take a ship and go towards Capernaum. And, and, and on their way to Capernaum, they encountered a storm. You remember that? 
I say, you remember that? Christ come to them walking on the water. You remember that? The people take boats and follow him for the snacks, for the bread. He took two fish and five barley loaves and fed 5,000. They wasn't following him because he was Jesus. They were following him because of the bread. He reproved their fleshly motive. They professed a desire to be instructed. They said, give us this bread. Christ preaches to them and shows them that he is, somebody say he is, is. the bread of life. And that they who reject him are without excuse. So, so, so Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses because they were bragging about Moses feeding the children of Israel in the wilderness. And they said, Moses fed them mamma from on high, and Jesus had to straighten that out and said, it wasn't Moses. It was my father. Now my father. The same one sends true bread. He, he sends true bread from heaven. And for the bread of God is he who comes down. Bread has turned into Jesus. Bread and Jesus is synonymous here. So when I say snacking, quit snacking on Jesus. Because he's a full buffet. Am I right about it? See, a good buffet, a good buffet is one that they have some very inviting, pleasing to the eye, pleasing to the taste. You just can't get enough. You look to get a doggy bag and take it home with you to warm it up later, and you snack on it. Am I right about it? Somebody should have brought a bag at this morning. Oh, you can't eat, you need to take it home with you. You can snack on it later. Somebody ought to help me preach this. I said quit snacking or quit nibbling at a good buffet. The psalmist agrees with me. He said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Is he good? Oh, I can't hear you this morning. I said, is the Lord good? Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Psalms 34 and 8. Because he is. So this buffet is good. In fact, this buffet has enough to please all of us. If you don't like pork chops, move on to the seafood. If you don't like seafood, go to the vegetable area. If you don't like, none of us just at least drink you a cold glass of tea. But it's something on the buffet table for everybody. Because all our appetites 
doesn't require the same thing. Somebody's hungry right now. What might quench my appetite might not quench yours. But on this buffet, everybody can walk away full. Everybody can walk away pleased. Am I right about it? I said, don't be, don't come to a God's buffet to nibble. Well, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. In other words, you won't want anything else. It, it doesn't mean you won't eat. But spiritually speaking, you won't be led astray by all of these other winds and doctrines. You won't grow weary with your own mind telling you what's the use. Somebody ought to help me. You won't grow weary by what your neighbor is doing. That doesn't uh, affect you. Your, 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 your neighbor can just be sitting right beside you and your neighbor can be on their way to hell and, and other than praying for them, it shouldn't affect you at all. If you don't get it, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to get mine and try to give you encouragement to get yours. Somebody to say something. So the person that comes to me, Jesus said, they are receiving my doctrine. Now you just can't casually approach this because you have to qualify to come to this banquet, to this buffet. You just can't just stroll up to the buffet table and, no. The Lord said, you got to receive me. Am I right about it? Anybody in the house cooks? When you prepare a nice meal to your standards, Ain't it insulting when folks don't eat? Folks don't want to be real this morning. It's insulting to a cook. And you done slayed over that hot stove. And nobody's eating. Am I right about it? If you feel like that, how much more does God get insulted? When he had spread the table and folks sitting up there just picking. What you mean, Pastor? When something come in life, you come to church and just pick. When a pain come in your body, you come to just, just pick. Well, I don't already, okay, I, I'll see you later, Lord. And you leave the buffet. Why come to a buffet to nibble? Get full. Somebody say, get full. You didn't make your way out to the house of God today to nibble. You came that your cup might be overflowing. 
There's a lot of folks at home watching TV nibbling. That's the best they can do for you. Just nibble. Just snacking. But the Bible said, neglect not the gathering of the saints. Because somebody's going to get happy next to you and it might just spill over on you. Somebody's going through the same thing you're going through and you might be encouraged because they, gonna, they seem like they can make it. If they can make it, I can make it. I thought I was the only one in this dilemma. But I see I'm not. We all live in the same world. We all pay the same taxes. Shop at the same grocery stores. Most of us shop in Coles. Okay. So why should your experience be so much different than mine? If we all get cut, don't we all bleed red blood? Am I right about it? Jesus said, I'm the bread. I'm the life giver. I preserve you from death. Now, that's good news. Am I right? So it wasn't Moses that gave you the bread from heaven. It, it, it wasn't Moses. That was God. Amen. See, see, our Lord refuted the argument of the Jews by proving, you know, because they were hanging on to Moses, okay? And, jo and, and, and John wanted to tell them that, that wasn't Moses. That was God. Moses was God's servant. And he was orchestrated to do a certain work in the kingdom. See, he, he, reproved, he, he, he refuted the argument. He said it, it was not Moses but God who gave the matter. God gave that mama rain down every morning. And let me disperse maybe mythical thinking. That you just couldn't walk and get, take that mama off the bread and start eating. That mama, manna, had to be processed. This word has to be processed. That mama could not be kept overnight. Friday evening, get enough to cover you on Saturday. Because on Saturday was considered the Sabbath day. God left you something to eat, but he told you, I don't want you to work. Because I'm giving you enough to carry you through the Sabbath day. And the rest of the days, I'm going to rain down just like clockwork. You go out there and pick it up, get home and process it, cook, and just eat. I said eat. He didn't say, he didn't limit a household of four down to a household of one. Everybody in that household ate. Am I right about it? He didn't worry about, okay, well, they get more than me. He, he didn't address that. Everybody ate. When you go to a buffet, you don't see a sign up there. If you got five children, you're going to have to pay extra. Just eat. You don't pay the entry fee. Eat. 
If you done came here, eat. Don't be snacking and don't be nibbling. You are permitted to carry home a doggy bag. Am I right about it? Doggy bags can be mighty good. Over in the evening when that snacking urge comes, oh, I think I warm up my leftovers. Ain't that right, Brother William? I think I just warm up my leftovers. Somebody today, you, you might not can eat this fast. So put it in your doggy bag. And when you get home, go back through it. You say, well, this was good. I couldn't take it all in right then, but I'm glad I brought home a snack. Somebody today ought to be glad that you got a snack later on this evening. Because the devil don't want you to snack on God's word. The devil don't want you to consume God's word. So before service is over today, Somebody going to look on their Facebook. Help them, help them, Lord Jesus. Somebody going to look at their Twitter, and it's going to distract you from eating. Don't let nothing. See, some of us kind of get upset when you interrupt our meal. I got a phone call the other day. and said, what you doing? I'm eating. I was praying they understood what that meant. I'll talk to you later. Talk to that Facebook later. Talk to that Twitter account later. Am I right about it? It's time to pull up to the table and eat. Somebody say eat. Because what you put inside of you has a way of manifesting itself to the outside. If you put in some good word, your behavior is getting ready to change. Your situation is getting ready to change. Your disposition is getting ready to change. Your attitude is getting ready to change. You cannot partake of God's word and don't go through a change. Somebody ought to shout for the Lord. That's why some folks stay away. They don't want to. They don't want to. Changing is good for you. I don't know about you, but I get tired of the same humdrum day in and day out. I'm looking for a miracle. In other words, I'm looking for something different. Anybody use a change in their lives? I ain't talking about you should be already saved, but God wants you to be blessed and he wants you to have joy. He, he wants you to have peace. Can anybody use a change in their life? Shout for the Lord. My, 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 my. See, it's very, it's very important to partake of a full, balanced meal. It's so important to maintain a healthy body. And just like we feed this physical body, we got to feed our physical man. It's evident 
when you are feeding your physical body because it manifests itself. I said it's real evident. It's not as evident when you fit in your spiritual person. But it's more evident to you. Well, how does that manifest, Pastor? You walking down the street, minding your own business, a negative thought come in your mind, and you rebuke it right there, and ain't nobody with you. I say it's more evident to you than to other folks. Now, now it's evident to them when they come back in contact with you. Child, you done changed. Because about now, you be done cussed me out. Help me preach, lights. Help me preach, lights. Something done changed about you. Because I knew the time that you wouldn't have took it. But see, yeah, so what done happened to you? I done start eating a balanced meal. The things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. The places that I used to go, I don't go. The Lord has taken the taste out of my mouth. Is there anybody here has gone through a transition? Because if you like me, the, the state that I was in, I was been headed to hell. We said, Pastor, I ain't been that bad. That's your problem. I need to explain to you what bad is. And it's simply this. When you're not giving God the praise, and not doing his will, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. You thought I was going to say robbing and stealing. See, the system takes care of that. I said the system takes care of that. I'll, hey, they'll teach you. Can I get an amen somewhere? Amen. Well, it's very important to partake of a full balanced meal to maintain a healthy body. So why would you come to a good buffet, a tasty buffet, an eye-pleasing buffet, an appetite-quenching buffet, just a nibble? I've never... Witness somebody coming to a spread and nibble and walk and walk back and say, Oh, they should hold it, have a good food. How you know? How you know they had some good food? You were you were just tasting. But once you really taste this gospel, expect a change in your life. See, most buffets, 
I said, most buffets allows people to serve themselves. You can serve yourself this morning. You can consume as much of this word as you please. And on the other end of the spectrum, you can nibble and leave the same way you came. See, 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 most buffets allow people to serve themselves from various dishes set out on the serving counter or table. So you can have your pick. So if you're down and out, let me get this. It's prescribed for down and out folk. If I'm troubled, I'm going to partake of this. Because it's for trouble, folk. If I'm without financial means, let me go over here to this dish because God said he owned the cattle of a thousand hills. I need to get me a servant of this. And then if my joy ain't, he said, I am joy. I better get me a servant of that. If I need some peace in my life, I'm going to go over here to the peace table and get me a hit of this. Are you getting it? Why would you come to a good buffet to nibble? Why would you come to a good buffet to snack? You can take snacks with you, but don't snack while you're at the buffet. Am I right about it? So, God has spread at the table. And the server is his son, Jesus. And he's serving us right now. Now, if you don't eat, uh, it's your fault. It ain't because the food ran out. It ain't because the food don't taste good. Am I right about it? It ain't because it doesn't have a good chef. Am I right about it? It may be because you've been snacking on something of the world. And it has uh, altered your appetite. And then when you get to the house of God, uh, you might not be hungry. But I give you 30 minutes, you'll be hungry again. Am I right about it? Why, 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 why would you leave peace on the table? Why would you leave love on the table? Why, why, why would you leave contentment on the table? Why would you leave a dish of joy on the table? Why, why would you leave healing on the table? Why would you leave salvation on the table? Why would you leave consolation on the table? And why would you leave everlasting life on the table? It's my brothers and my sisters. Turn to your neighbor 
And say, neighbor, oh neighbor, don't snack at God's buffet. Because he's able. Ain't he able, church? He's able to keep you from falling. He's able to pick you up. He's able to heal your body. Won't he do it? Can he do it? Will he do it? Yeah. Yeah. Eat all you want, but don't mess over the buffet. Take as much as you want, but don't mess over the buffet. Cause somebody, somebody don't like picked over food. Am I right about it? I'm glad, so glad that God sent his son Jesus. He said, whosoever will, let him come. Come on, come on, come on. The table is spread. Come on. The food is hot. The food is ready. Come on. Come on. If you need whatever, it's able. Am I right about it? Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Are you glad? I said, are you glad? That God got what you need. He has everything. Everything. Because I heard him say, The earth is and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Ain't he all right? Don't fool me this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah. He sent his son. Son gave his life. Put him in a barbary grave. But early, I said early, early. Sunday morning, he got up. He got up. He got up. Then the Lord get up. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, ain't he all right? Ah, you didn't hear me. Ain't the Lord all right? He woke you up this morning, started you on your way, put food on your table, clothes on your back. Peace in your soul. Yeah. 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 Turn to your neighbor one more time and say, neighbor, I don't mean to worry you, but neighbor, I need to tell you something. I'm getting full. I'm getting full. I'm getting full. Is it anybody in the building? 
feel the fullness in your soul? Is it anybody in the building enjoying the buffet? Somebody say, yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah! Ah! 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 No, he's all right. Is it anybody in the building? No, the Lord's all right. If you know he's all right, take a minute and touch three people and say, God is all right. Yeah! Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I know he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. My, 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 I need to tell you one more thing. Touch another neighbor. And say, neighbor, I know I'm getting on your nerves. So blame pastor. Neighbor, I need to tell you one more thing. Whatever you need, whatever you want, whatever you desire is on the table. It's 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 on the table. Just one more thing, and I promise I'll leave you alone. Just one more thing, and I promise I'll leave you alone. I need to ask you a question. Won't he do it? Won't, won't, won't he do it? Is there anybody in the building? No, the Lord will do it. If you know he will, wave your hand, stand to your feet, and shout glory, glory. I know he will. I know it. Oh, taste and see. Taste and see. Taste for yourself. Don't take anyone's word. 
taste and see how good God is.